This is Dubai Eye 103.8. We want to hear your thoughts on Lewis Hamilton, be they good or bad. We want to really debate this and trying to figure out exactly why it is that Lewis Hamilton is, is just simply not recognised, he's simply not held up in the same esteem as other greats from different sports. A lot of people already having their say yeah. on this. And, and to give it some sort of context, I mean, I, a couple of days ago, flying back, I managed to catch the Ayrton Senna documentary, Senna. Wonderful. And um, he's a man who, yeah, he was a, an enigma, a maverick. He was brilliant. He brought a bit of romance to F1. He was a sort of controversial character as well. And there was that kind of almost the premonition of something happening to him, which of course ultimately ended in, in his tragic death, uh, racing for, for, for Formula One, having been a three-time world champion and yeah. someone who had set himself apart as, as kind of the, even though Alan Prost, his great rival, won four, Everyone really, they bought into the mythology behind yeah, Senna. He was the, the greater talent, the better driver, the more magnetic character. And, and just watching that documentary just made me realise how much F1 has changed and how fickle the cars were back then and how, how, how temperamental well, they were. Well, interestingly enough, Rob, that is, and we're getting a lot of messages in, and we have done since five o'clock this afternoon when we first said we'd be discussing this at seven o'clock. We're getting a lot of people sharing their kind of reasons as to why Lewis perhaps is not getting the credit that his achievements would suggest he deserved. He's a six-time world champion. Only Michael Schumacher stands above him in the pantheon of greats from a world title perspective, and a lot of people are going down that route, that the cars... The cars are the magicians in all of this. The drivers are merely piloting these automatic machines of technological wizardry, etc., which I think does Lewis Hamilton a great disservice. You said the word there, and it, and it kind of makes me think maverick. Ayrton Senna was a maverick. I, I've bleated and banged on this very show about, and you can go on YouTube and watch it, Interlagos over in Brazil. There's a wonderful video on YouTube of him driving, I think it's a qualifying lap, all the way back in the 80s. And you see that this man is throwing that car around to its nth degree of itself. You know, he's mm. he's taking every corner. He is it's a physical exertion that he's putting himself, you know, the whole body and mind is going into getting this car from A to B in the quickest time possible. And one thing that's been thrown out there is that, that F one is it's too technologically advanced that these cars, what are the drivers really doing? But that is doing a disservice. I, I watch Lewis and and he is a maverick. And I said this to you off air that Michael Schumacher is lauded as being a master in wet weather conditions. Lewis Hamilton is on a par, if not better, in wet weather conditions. We saw Max Verstappen, didn't we, over once again in Brazil in Lagos, was it last year, produce a performance for the ages that in those conditions, those testing conditions, that where you're, you're able, able to see the, the magistry of, of a, a true driver's ability, and, and Lewis Hamilton, I, I think that the fact that we get bogged down in this tech-savvy world, etc., and these cars are, that is detracting away yeah. from the fact that Lewis is a magician. I, I got a new appreciation for it just about six weeks ago at the Aston Marina yeah, Circuit. You were down. I was down there. I was taken round very kindly. Your man Axel down there at the track. Your man. Who, who, my man. He's a professional. He's a professional racer. I think for the Lamborghini team over in Europe. And um, I mean, just sitting in the cockpit next to him and seeing what he does versus what an absolute novice like I could do. It's just, honestly, it is an absolute, and until you've actually seen it, you have, and one of the, th the problems that I've always wrestled with with Formula One is I can't really appreciate what they're doing. 
I can look at Roger Federer and I have a level of appreciation for what he's doing because I can I can I can somehow kind of relate to the athleticism and the and the skill set that he's got well, because I've played a lot ball. of tennis yeah. exactly. But to drive a Formula One car, you you simply don't really understand how how difficult these machines are to master and how difficult it is both physically and mentally to 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 race in formula 1 not not to mention dangerous i mean it's it's an it's a sport that is just fraught with difficulty and and, and danger and uh, the thing i would say about formula 1 that maybe is a detractor for it is the fact that it's a very uneven playing field. The 20 guys that have got a seat in formula 1 are they really the 20 best drivers on the planet that's what i've always wondered and the answer yeah. is probably not, because a lot that. of it comes from privilege, a lot of it comes from sponsorship. But, uh, but I think it's a bit lazy as well for people to say, oh, any one of those 20 drivers, if you put them in Lewis Hamilton's car, they would be world champion. I think that's lazy, because Lewis makes decisions. But fundamentally, if you put Lewis in a Force India car, I mean, he's not, he's not winning the world title, no, is he? No, no. He isn't. And in fairness, he isn't. There's no way he is. But equally, I, I think... I think it's far too skewed towards, oh, it's simply the car. I think it's a marry, of course, it's a marry of both because it is a car that you need to drive and that driver needs to be very good. And also, the, the best drivers gravitate to the best cars, obviously, because the best teams want the best drivers. So just to get a seat in Mercedes or Ferrari is an achievement in itself. And lest we forget, he was derided, was Lewis, when he left McLaren for Mercedes. They weren't the Mercedes that we know now, the dominant force that we yeah. know now. They were, of course, he followed in the footsteps of, of Michael Schumacher and, and, you know, Mercedes had their problems, but he's an intelligent guy and, and they built a team for him. They built a car for him and, and he's gone and, and taken it on and just his appetite. I, I think there's, there's loads of things to admire with Lewis. Now, I'll be very honest, we're getting a lot of messages in of people poking at his character. There's one or two things I can't read out in all of this. Ian's been in touch say, Lewis Hamilton strikes me as a man who is a moaner and has the personality of a walnut and zero charisma, hence the reason he is not liked. I wrestle with that somewhat, Ian, and, and I've actually got this, and this will be one of the questions we put to Demo in 15 minutes or so, because, and this in part might explain why he isn't popular, I'm not sure who Lewis Hamilton is. No. And that could be a slight against myself that I've maybe not taken the time to, to actually delve a little deeper. I, I worry that there's been many different sides of Lewis. And I, I sometimes, and again, I'm speculating wildly, and do let me know for 001 if you agree with this, but sometimes I think, does even Lewis know who he is? Does that make sense? There, there's so something... he's, a, he's a commercially manufactured entity. He's a bit of a chameleon in that regard. Yeah. And again, this is only my opinion. Uh, and I'm, we're trying to find the answers here because, you know... He's a, a mishmash of personalities. A little bit, Tattoos Rob. and kind of... There's, there's that well, sort no, of nothing something, wrong with that. No, 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 but there's that kind of sort of quote-unquote bad boy image about him, but is he really that? I don't not, think so. Well, not that he, all tat people with tattoos no, 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 are bad boy I, images. No, I'm just saying that, that that is one of the images that he is kind of... He and, you know, Neymar... You know, do you know what I mean? There is that image that he has somewhat promoted over the years of yeah. a kind of, you know wrong side of the streets or whatever, 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 however you want to call it. There is that image that he has kind of projected over, that, the, over yeah, the years. There, there is just, I don't know what it is. There is, it's almost like there's, there's eight sides to him <laughs> and his character. It's, it's not quite simple. Well, Lewis, do let me know. And I appreciate, I might be kind of waffling as I often do, but uh, you know what I mean? I, I think there's layers to Lewis that sometimes I wonder, does Lewis even know? 
who he kind of is and, and, and what he kind of represents in that regard. And, and I'm just putting that out there as, as a potential reason why he rubs some people up the We've wrong got, way. And please do get in touch with us to give us your view, your thoughts on why Lewis Hamilton's achievements are not as lauded as perhaps they could be. Kyron says he's not a likeable guy. No one wants to celebrate him. And that may well, I mean, that is indeed probably true. But I would argue... Tiger Woods is not a particularly likable guy either. No. And yet he is his celebrated. Is celebrated. In, fact, his, in fact, all his indiscrepancies are now forgotten mm. given his comeback. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, we've got loads of messages coming in on this. This is a great one because this absolutely chimes. And, and we were saying we we're trying to go through some of the reasons that a lot of you are getting in touch. And certainly a lot of people, the pundits, if you will, are, are saying the same. Someone out there is to say, says that the cars is a weak argument the strength of the cars, the technology of the cars. The cars have always been a factor. And they're right. Michael Schumacher wouldn't sit on seven if it wasn't in part due to the car. Ayrton Senna, three, Fangio, five. Mm. All of them have had a car underneath them. Of course they have. It's the nature of the sport. It's Formula One. And this is a great point. Same as good players who go to the best clubs. And I put to you off air. I mean, Pelly, the great Pelly, would he, he have been a multiple World Cup winner if he didn't play for Brazil? The honest answer is, if, if Pele played for Scotland, fortunately, he ain't winning those World Cups. And that's just the, the fact of the matter. You know, Ryan Giggs, great example. Wonderful player. Premier League stalwart. But still lauded, Ryan Giggs. Yeah, but... Still acclaimed as a great. He is. He played for Manchester United and won all those titles. But, you know, there are, you know, the point I'm making, that, that you're you're sometimes fortunate where you kind of grow up. And in Pele's case, he, he was surrounded. I mean, he's a wonderful talent, but he was also surrounded by wonderful players in that Brazil national team. Yeah. Had he come through and played for, as I say, Scotland, then... The biggest teams with the biggest budgets and the most money to spend on drivers are seeking out the best drivers. Yeah. They are making those judgment calls. They're the experts. They're not hiring any old so-and-so. So the fact that Hamilton gets a seat in Mercedes is an opportunity. He's then got to get lucky. He's then got to ensure and hope that Mercedes dominance, they manage to maintain that and that they're not, you know, you know, sidelined by some, some other team. And Ferrari mm -hmm. have tried their hardest in the last few years to break this stranglehold that Mercedes have got in Formula One, but they haven't been able to do that. And the point that's been made by a couple of people, and they're absolutely right, and Damo, I'm sure, will weigh into this in just a moment, is that if you really look at it, Ferrari have probably had the stronger car in the last couple of years. I, I would contend, and I would throw to you, Rob, that had we swapped and Hamilton had been with Ferrari for the last two years, I still think he would have won these world championships. You know, Vettel, those mistakes. He's got, he's got Vettel's number. He did, uh, Just mentally, he's got he his number. More than mentally, I, I fundamentally believe he's a better driver. And I think Hamilton, if you were to put him in all the different cars, and again, ifs, buts, maybes, we can speculate in all of this, but Schumacher, Fangio's, you know, Sterling Mosses of this world, Sir Jackie Stewart's, I think Hamilton, if you could, if we could go back and do that, I think Hamilton was surprising. Will it change, do you think, if he one day surpasses Schumacher? No. I don't think it, it'll it always will. be the fact begrudging. That he's on, the fact he's on six. You know, I made the point to you, I won't name the publication, but it's a UK publication. Just yesterday, going through the kind of top fold, if you're on the website and you're scrolling down, nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh, there's a Hamilton story. And I said to you, didn't I, if that had been Andy Murray winning Wimbledon, if that had been Andy Murray winning the French Open, the Australian Open, the US Open, if that had been Rory McIlroy winning one of the four golf majors, it would have been top Top fold with those three little stories underneath, talking to his grandma, talking to his school teacher, a comment piece on how wonderful he is. 
not enough on that and a lot of people and there's a, a lot of suggestions that yeah racism is, is central to this someone's saying the reason why Hamilton is not lauded is similar to why Mane is not taking the plaudits Sadio Mane who's done such a brilliant well he's been on such amazing form for Liverpool of late Kevin says Hamilton is unfortunately not particularly charismatic not well liked and also the fact that he's a black guy is that a factor as well, I mean that is a question that a lot of you are asking, and uh, again, inherent racism is is being pointed out that an awful lot of people are, are of the belief that that is the case. That Lewis Hamilton is not getting credit. No one stands above him in Formula One, other from title wins than Michael Schumacher. All right, keep your thoughts coming in. We'll get back to this. Kyron's making the point that Tiger is like because he has character and backbone. Lewis is a bit blah blah. I get what Kyron is saying. But you can't win six world titles with no backbone or character. No. Uh, and you just can't do that. Could, uh, yeah, character, Tiger. Yeah, I understand it. But you're, you're right. Tiger has a mesmeric presence. There's no doubt he's got this his magnetism. He's got that. There's no doubt about that. His exploits on the golf course. And he's just got this X factor that maybe Lewis Hamilton maybe yeah, doesn't but, have. But, but again, you know, we poke fun at Tiger. Missed a few putts out there. I well, can't yeah, do his no, accent, Not, in, but not in interviews, but his presence on a course is, is electrifying. But, but then, he brings golf. He, he elevates golf simply by being on but, a golf but, course. Uh, you know, Hamilton electrifies Formula One when he's throwing that car around and, and pushing the limits. But maybe it's the fact you don't see those human reactions. Maybe yeah, it's maybe. that. That's not a bad show. Yeah, maybe. Maybe F1 and Liberty Media need to do better in pulling us into the car and, and getting a feeling. You said it right. It's very difficult sometimes to feel the nuances of an F1 driver because we can't be there on a golf course. We've all hit a golf ball, or at least majority of us, I'm sure, have hit a golf ball, hit a tennis, uh, tennis ball. It's, it's maybe easier in that regard. So Lewis Hamilton, what, what's our conclusion? Before we chat to Damo on this, and we will do so in a couple of minutes, what is I, our I conclusion? Think, the fact that he's simply not likeable yeah, is why he doesn't I, get... Honestly, I think it is. Do uh, you buy into this idea that there are racist undertones? Maybe. In some quarters. Maybe. Maybe his story... I maybe, can't imagine that's true. Nah, Rob. Come on, it's inherent. It's, it's in, it's in, it pervades... Tiger Woods is life. celebrated because yeah. he is a black golfer. Yeah, he is. Whether that is... But then golf is a very different sport to F1. The, the, the powers that be, the, the, the figures, and again, I don't want to throw out this massive accusation, but it's, it, it maybe is, and only the people that report on it, only the people who you know, watch the sport can truly be honest to themselves and admit that, but you know, maybe, I'm sure somewhere there is an undercurrent of that. I think education of the sport, I think a lot of people will throw out the car, I think it's a lazy one, as I said earlier. I think fundamentally, the, the majority of people would say, I think it comes back to that not really knowing who Lewis Hamilton is. Will he go down as Britain's greatest ever sportsman? No, for the reasons that were... But is he? He's up there. He has to be. A, a lot of people, and I can... You know, a lot of people would say, and I'm not saying this because I'm Scottish, there's a lot of people that would tell you it'd be, it's Andy Murray for the era that he's operated in, yeah. greatest in men's tennis. And yet he is, by some distance, the fourth most successful player of the era. Yeah. And Lewis Hamilton is the best of his generation. Yeah. And the go. second best of all time. Yeah. We're talking all things Lewis Hamilton. He's a six-time Formula One world champion, for goodness sake. And we've had a message to <laughs> say the pretty... best way to judge him <laughs> would be to wait for the 2021 regulations. Forget the six world titles. Scrap that. That means nothing. Let's just see what these 2021 regulations bring when they take action on the cars. I take the point that will sort of level the playing field, per se, but... I don't think he needs to prove himself all that much anymore. No. I think that's one thing that he's, he's proven pretty good at Formula One. Wh whatever way you want to slice it, 
whatever you want to say about the cars, the technology, the, re- the regu- regulations, the restrictions, Lewis Hamilton has done a pretty good job of doing well in the last 10 years oh, of Formula must, One. I mean, what is it? 87 pole positions. 68 is second on the all-time list. That is Michael Schumacher. 65 for Ayrton Senna. He's on 83 race wins. That is eight behind Michael Schumacher's record of 91. He's going to get to triple figures on both of those, poles and wins. I've no doubt about that. And he's on six world titles, just one behind Michael Schumacher. And it seems that no matter what he does, he will never get the credit that those achievements deserve. For, forget his personality. Those achievements, we want to look at those. And to do that, let's bring in a man we often hear from when it comes to Formula One. It is motorsport export expert Damien Reed. He joins us live on the line now. A very good evening to you, Damo. Yeah, good evening, guys. We're talking Lewis, you know, Damo, I guess, given the fact he's won six world titles, although it was met very flatly, I thought, with the world's media. I guess given the fact we knew from a long way out that Lewis was going to be a six-time world champion, there wasn't much drama in the eventual coronation of Lewis Hamilton. But, I mean, your thoughts on why the media is just a little bit lukewarm towards him? Yeah, it's a strange one, isn't it? Uh, I mean, the guy is, is, is one of the all-time great sportsmen of, of any category and certainly one of Britain's best. But I, I guess, I don't know, it's a tough one. I guess it gets down to the fact that one of the issues at the moment in, in across the UK is that there's a, it's, it's not as easy to watch Formula 1 as it has been previously. There's no, there's no free-to-air television. And this year, right when he got the championship, was also at the same time as the World Cup, the Rugby World Cup, so which was on free-to-air. So I think maybe it's been lost in a bit of that. Um, but, you know, when you look back, uh, of looking through the times, and, and, and I was looking through and seeing that after the World Cup, uh, England's rugby team, uh, you know, um, and hats off them for, for getting to, to where they did, but they didn't take the crown home. They, they got seven pages in the paper. Lewis Hamilton won his sixth World Championship, um, and, and he got two pages as a result. You know, it, it, there does seem to be an anomaly going on in terms of the recognition where it's due. Damo, you, you've sat with Lewis. You know him. I know you've done various media junkets. You've been kind of up close and personal. You've listened to the man. I was wrestling with the idea and the notion maybe 20 minutes ago or so that maybe just maybe Lewis's character uh, and producer Tom, and I'm quoting him here, and he's allowed me to say this because he said it earlier, he said, you know, I just can't quite, quite, and this is quote here, get over his character. And I put it back to him. I mean, what is Lewis's character? What is his personality? Because for me, that's where I kind of wrestle with it. I'm not sure I know who Lewis Hamilton is. I mean, maybe give us some insight to who is he? Does he even know the real Lewis Hamilton? And, and how do you judge all of that? Yeah, there, well, there's... There's two, there's two very different Lewis Hamiltons, and I've been fortunate enough to, to, to see both sides. And you know, like any sportsman at their peak, when, once it gets to, to the weekend, it's absolute game face on. Yeah. It's, uh, in fact, there's probably three if you want to really split it up, because there's, a, there's the Lewis Hamilton at the racetrack that's just focused on racing and super aggressive and on track and, and just you know has, uh, doesn't have a lot of time for the media, to be fair, because he's a professional sportsman. Then there's the Lewis Hamilton that we see in the splashed across the papers with the, the fashion shows and, the, and, and hanging out with his, with his rap buddies in the, in the US and all that kind of stuff. Then there's another Lewis Hamilton that I, I spent some time with and, and I spent probably a good hour and a half with him just, just having lunch one day. Um, a very down-to-earth, very family-oriented guy, uh, away from the pressures of, of, of media and the race weekend, just a guy who genuinely loves getting out there and having a go with, with, with the cars and the racing. 
and aware, obviously, of of the other th- the other side of his life. He he says, "Look, motor racing is not my entire life. I have other interests, and I want to develop other interests." And I found him a, an incredibly pleasurable guy uh, to spend time with. You know, just 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 a, a very nice guy. But but when it gets down to it, he's got to switch on and get get into the race mode, which he does. And and maybe there's a confusion there. Maybe there's mm. uh, some issues going on with with the general media who don't get to see the other side. Is you mentioned Neymar and and you mentioned his sort of friends from the sort of the world of rap and hip hop, Damo. Is that really mm-hmm. him, or is that him trying to be someone he's not? You know what? I, I think you got it right there. I mean, it's it's him trying to look at take advantage of what's around him, as you yeah. would in that situation. You know, the, the access that you have to to, to different different entities of, of, of lifestyle and, and look at things he's looking at things beyond motor racing and motorsport and certainly formula one and other things and he gets this fantastic opportunity to to, to mix with celebrities at, at the top level and that opens him up to other industries and other potential areas uh, where he could go and um but when it gets down to it you know he's he he, he likes to spend time with the family he goes back in summer he's still Goes in fact, this last summer he spent the entire break back with the family in Stevenage. Um, he, he's got the dogs there. He's his mum and dad and his brother, and 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 just getting in amongst it. And uh, and I think that's actually more the real Lewis Hamilton, the the one we see in the US and and all that kind of stuff is uh, is another glam side that's probably a, a, a way as a stepping stone to, to when that day comes to, to transition away from Formula One. Can I ask Demo and give us some insight on this? Is Lewis a popular fella? In amongst the paddock, eh, paddock at F1, is he popular with dr- other drivers and other team owners and team principals and other mechanics? You know what he he actually is. He actually is, and and I think you know everyone except his own teammate, of course. But that's <laughs> only in the heat of the season. <laughs> you get that in the heat of the season. I think Nico Rosberg now has an enormous amount of respect for him. Valtteri Bottas, once the season switches off enormous respect for him and that that happens with any driver at that level you look at Sebastian Vettel now his relationship for instance with Mark Webber when it was absolutely toxic at the heat of it um they're actually quite good good pals now and the 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 feedback that came through after that after he took the championship win from other drivers not just Valtteri but Sebastian Vettel who went up to congratulate him off on the podium uh, you know, Lando Norris, Checo Perez, all these guys were, were, were texting him and tweeting him saying, look, congratulations, bro. It was an amazing effort. You know, there is an enormous amount of respect for the guy. Um, and, uh, and, and and I think it's actually, you play it up during the season because the tensions are high. But away from the track, these guys, these guys have to, they their lives depend on each other, to put it that way. So there, there has to be a lot of mutual respect. Demo, you've travelled the world. You have sat in all the new cars and all the Lamborghinis to Porsches to Ferraris, etc. You're a man that commentates for NBC Action on F1. Give us layman's, if you may, a bit of a breakdown. The, the, the kind of lazy argument is, oh, the cars do all the hard work these days. They're essentially just automated and they're just sitting pushing buttons. Give us a breakdown. Is it easier now than it was 20 years ago to drive a Formula One car? Oh, it's it, it's it's a it's a totally different environment now. Um, it's 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 easier in some respects, but then more difficult in other respects. Now, to to to, to, to summarise that, basically, uh, it's 
it, the cars are not as physically demanding to drive as they were back then. And that's why we're getting drivers yeah, 16 years old jumping into an F1 car and yeah. going quickly straight away. People like Lando Norris and George Russell doing the best. He, you know, out qualifying his teammate who's been in F1 for years with Robert Kubica. And, you know, that's the thing. But then on the other side, the, the multitasking now is phenomenally complex compared to what it was before. You know, the, 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 the feedback you're giving to the team, the fact that you can be you can be doing 320 kilometres an hour down a straight, trying to carve up three people through through a, through a high speed turn, and then you've got on the radio two engineers at the same time telling you to change the the diff settings and and how the tyres behaving and give instant feedback. Whilst you're in the cut and thrust of this, is far more difficult than what they were doing 20 years ago. And and, and you know yourself when you're in the, when you're in the road when you're on the road and and your phone rings, you get distracted for for a second and. You know, you, that's just us on the road. These guys are doing this at, at times 10. So it, in that respect, far more difficult. In the actual driving of the, phys- the physicality, the cars are easier. Damo, this is Lewis's, if I'm not correct in saying this, this is Lewis's third title in a row, and it's his fourth, mm. it's his fourth in, fifth, in five years. The only other winner in the last five years was Nico Rosberg, who's now retired. Is he, is he going to surpass at the age of 34 Michael Schumacher? And dare I say it, is he going to win nine or ten? Well, this is the big thing. I mean, nothing's stopping him now. He's got one, one more championship to equal Michael Schumacher and then one more after that to be, to be the greatest in terms of the number of, of title wins. Um, but the, the big question mark comes in is, that the, is 2021 because he can, he, there's no reason why he shouldn't continue this role next year. The rules are, are not changing. He, they're going to be on the same horses as they are this year, pretty much all of next year, so it should flow through. The big question mark is whether his team and Mercedes-Benz can adapt to the new regulations in 2021 and whether they can carry that momentum on. History shows that a team that's been dominant as soon as the regulations change is no longer dominant. So that's going to be the big question mark. You know, we, we saw... Every team's had its, had, its, had its moment in the sun, from, from McLaren to Williams to, to Honda to Red Bull to uh, Ferrari to Mercedes. As soon as the rules change, all the balls are in the air and no one quite knows. So I would tip that he would be a strong bet to back this one up next year and it'd be a great fight between the same four guys with, with Bottas, Verstappen, Leclerc and Vettel. Um, but 2021 is the big question mark, I'm not sure. Damo, listen, thanks as always for joining us. Great insight as usual. And we look forward to catching up with you soon. Always a pleasure, guys. Abu Dhabi, it'll be a fantastic race regardless. Yeah, looking forward to Great it, Great stuff, yeah. We're looking forward to it too. And yeah. I tell you as well, if we had more time with Demo, one of the other questions I wanted to put to him there was the fact that I just wonder, I think Lewis is playing a bit of a blinder. I think he finishes at Ferrari. He's made no mistake. He's made no secret of that. And if he does finish in Ferrari, a third team, Michael Schumacher only won with two teams. Fangio won with four, his five titles. I think getting to seven level with Shuey, beating Shuey in a Ferrari car will allow him to get a bit more He says he's working on a masterpiece, maybe. That's what he's working on. This is Dubai I 103.8.